0: It's welcome so <laughs> welcome to yet another episode of show center it takes to get this ready oh my goodness just be it's quiet so- show center the air show podcast i'm air show announcer bad jolly joined as always by my colleague rick peterson and rob Ryder, both air show announcers as well yes we are yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah apparently Apparently so. Oh,
1: looks like we'll be working this year. It's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually, actually going to do some shows this year. Got, uh, it's a got good a couple. Thing. Yeah, got a couple coming up. Uh, I saw the Gasparilla Pirates Festival went on. Uh, Nathan Hammond was down there. Looked like our buddy Luke was down there. Going to be fun. I've got Luke in a few weeks. Luke Air Force Base. That is. What about you, Rick? Are you uh, digging out up there Nothing. yet?
1: nothing until june it's just uh, we just continue <laughs> to watch the snow get higher and higher toward the second story windows oh, come on uh, and now and watch the coyotes come across the lake now because it's just it's wide open right they can get to the island yeah and uh, they're, they're coming over and just uh, I, I don't know what you call them i know there's a parliament of owls there is a murder of crows and there is a, a god-awful endless supply of coyotes apparently that's so. no
0: fun. Well, we'll just mute your mic if they start grabbing you by the leg and hauling you back That's across right. the ice.
1: Well, you'll hear the screams. Yeah,
0: not to worry. <laughs> Rob, what about you? You've got it, it's that time of year. Spring yes, season I'm- is coming up.
2: Well, we talked last uh, last time about uh, Marine Corps Air Station Yuma having had to cancel again, but I've got NASJRB New Orleans mid-March, followed by the Tampa Bay Air Fest. Made my first time there. Then I've got Beth Page Air Show, where I hope I will be seeing Mr. Peterson live yes. and in the flesh.
1: That'll be they may fun. set the business jet to come and get me again. They may have no to kidding. at this point. Kidding. Yeah.
0: Landed across oh, wow. the lake, just land right on the ice, Buster and
1: his buddies will... <laughs> slide to a by stop that, by that time, Matt, we will have, you know, there won't be any ice by that time. Oh, come God, on, come on. Yeah.
2: It's snowing in Ohio right now. Not, not like it is there probably, but at least we have yeah. some white stuff. That's good stuff.
0: Well, I want to get, yeah. I want to get straight into our guest because we're talking about spring seasons uh, coming alive uh, in the air show world. One of the things that we are the on-ramp, the three of us talk about this a lot. We're the on-ramp for aviation and it's the natural progression uh, when a performer makes that connection with the kid behind the fence or, or somebody special. You want to offer a ride. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, we're all sure. pilots. You want to take and, and, and share aviation with so many people. Uh, Get but there's in that, seat. Yeah, but there's this nasty thing that hangs over our heads, and that is, in fact, the liability of it all. And I wanted to have someone on to talk about that because there are some myths. There's also some legitimate concerns. And one yeah. guy that knows a lot about this is an air show pilot and friend of ours, uh, Alan Armstrong. And I, he's an attorney, an aviation attorney. You see him on CNN all the time as their aviation expert. And he's uh, joining us now. Alan, thanks for being on.
3: Hey, Matt. Good morning. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rob. Hey, can guys. You, how are you?
0: Can you shed some sure. light on this, Alan? Because I know there are some myths. But what's the most important thing to keep in mind uh, when giving a ride? And something that you said to me, I'm just going to throw it out there. You said, "Don't take any 40-year-old neurosurgeons."
3: Right, that, that you're increasing your risk exp- exponentially when you do that because <laughs> that, that guy's making a million dollars a year. Yeah. And if, you, if you kill him, his wife is going to sue you for you know 20, 30 million dollars. So you don't have enough coverage to protect yourself from that kind of
0: exposure see that's a a rick peterson answer right there that's why i wanted to get that one on rick you know
1: uh, in fact in fact alan i I don't mind telling you right now i won't even get in the airplane with matt i mean (laughs) oh my lord i'm not even going to hear it all right alan
0: so so on to the truth
3: yeah but but you know this this flying game that we play it is a risk. Every time you strap an airplane on and take it up, you're, you're taking a risk. And so, what you're trying to do is you're trying to mitigate your risk. From a purely economical standpoint, you can take an older retired guy flying, and if you kill him, there's not much risk because he's older and his so life is not worth that much anyway. I, mean, I hate to be cynical about it, but that's, that's the reality, you know. So, uh, there, there's that concern. I mean, obviously, these airship performers are really good sticks. They can fly the airplane, they know what they're doing, they're very confident pilots. So, I'm not I'm not worried about them not having the, the skills to fly the aircraft. Well, they could have a catastrophic engine failure, something like that. Um, uh, but I, I think um, I think that by and large, giving rides in air shows, no, no different from giving someone a flight under any circumstance. I mean, just like any other flight, it's just a, a demo or a ride or a flight. There's nothing there's nothing treacherous about this or inherently dangerous about it. We're not taking up during a display in air show performance, so it's just a ride. Um, now, whether, how the F.A. views it, there was some literature out about 10 or 12 years ago where the agency did not want you to quote the cost of a ride in your appearance. And so now rides have to be donated by the performer himself, and he has to underwrite the cost of that to avoid being violated for getting, you know, a ride without authorization. But, but I think the exposure is no more... No more than normal, absent making a decision to go give a 40 year old neurosurgeon. Uh,
1: the sponsorship liabilities, too, become a big deal uh, at air shows. I mean, there are sponsors involved. Uh, you could address that one.
0: The sponsor. So, like, situation. I mean, I don't want to yeah, pick on yeah. anybody so, in particular, so, but.
3: Yeah, um, I, the, the, I, I think the concern or the, or the argument, the legal argument of a lawyer, this is the lawyer in me, not the pilot in me. Uh, the, the the argument by the lawyer is: I said pilot is an agent of the sponsor, and, and the sponsor bears liability because the pilot allegedly made a mistake or something of that nature. So I think you're probably into a principal agent argument that that may that may work. That that may in fact work if you're holding out to the public that this guy is your representative. We may argue about what the scope of the what well, we may argue about whether the, whether the agency exists. And what the scope of the agency is, but it still is, is 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 fruitful ground for a lawyer to plow in trying to get a bunch of money. So, how do we protect so,
0: ourselves? And as a performer, if you're in that situation, if you have a sponsor, if you're trying to gain a sponsor, what is the 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 best way that we can protect ourselves as performers and and people that work in and around this business?
3: You know, one thing we see is we see these we see these uh, waivers. It, before I'll give you a ride, I to sign a waiver saying if I kill you, you're not going to sue me. A- at least in Georgia, that is not enforceable. Um, uh, certainly, I cannot waive my right. If I had a wife, if I had a wife, I could not waive my wife's ability to sue for my death. So, a waiver on my part would not preclude my wife or my daughter or some loved one um, from making a claim for my death. So, it's not it's not bulletproof in that respect. And and this certainly some question about whether it's going to be enforceable at all. However, even in Georgia where the case was litigated and they found it was not enforceable, they did say that if an, if a passenger executes a waiver of liability, it is some evidence that they appreciate what they're doing as risk or danger. So it's at least going to come into evidence to, so, to show that the deceased had an appreciation that what he or she was about to do had risk and they 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 went on anyway. And so you may have, that may give you what's called an assumption of risk defense. So and
0: what that, about liabilities? Probably, I mean, what about the, I'm sorry, the uh, the premiums and how, how we pay all of that. They often have seat liabilities that come with them. So it'll be a million for the, the pilot, a hundred thousand for the, you know, for the passenger. And, and a lot of these aircraft only have two seats. Uh, you made a suggestion on that, which I thought was really great.
3: Yeah, what you'd like to have is like, you'd like to have at least $1 million combined single limit, you know, it's called, also known as a smooth policy. So if you get $1 million in combined single limit, what that means is you've got a million bucks to take care of everything. You know, the school that you burn down when you crash into it or the passengers that you fill aboard the aircraft, you got a million bucks and that's better than a per seat limitation. And I, I hate these per seat limitations. I think they're really, really bad. Um, so, but I do see them in flight schools, in flight training situations, experimental airplanes, where the insurance company is trying to minimize their downside, and so um, they'll they'll give you a per seat limitation. I just re- renewed the policy on my Bonanza, and, and um, the, the, the coverage for the liability for the passenger went from about four bucks if I if I got a hundred thousand dollars per seat mi- limitation. To over eight hundred bucks if I got a million smooth, and of course I went with a million smooth. So there's an economic cost to that, but that's if you're going to buy insurance. Then by golly, buy insurance.
0: Yeah, well said, and get some I think it's great. If if folks want to reach out to you about this kind of stuff, if they want to if they want to get in touch with you, how's the best way they can do it, Alan?
3: Uh, my telephone number is seven seven zero four five one zero three one three, and the website is www. Uh, Allen Armstrong law.com.
0: All right. You're a Kate pilot. If you, you fly in the air shows, you get this, you understand what we're talking about here. And I think it's been some good stuff. So a million smooth, have them sign a waiver. And if you're like Rick, you have the wife sign it. You have the kids sign it. You have everybody sign it. And uh, yeah, like
3: I said, it, it, it may not be enforceable, but it sure is. Number one, it's evidence that the person who was killed appreciated what they're doing was dangerous. I had a risk factor to it. And it may avail the defense lawyer of the defense of assumption of risk. Assumption of risk is when you know you're about to do something dangerous and you do it anyway.
0: Yeah. All right. So, Well, Alan, every, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it's been it. It's fun. Yeah, great, great stuff there. Alan Armstrong, attorney at law. You can find him at Alan Armstrong. Uh, we'll link his website in there and you can give him a call as well. He's in the Atlanta, Georgia area right there. We see it in. Let's uh, speak of news outlets. Yeah. Ricky P. Let's go to you with uh, this edition of Prop Wash.
1: I just love the music. It makes it sound so professional, Matt. It's the just, most professional. We are professional. Yeah, yeah pro- <laughs> professional. Professional. At Super Bowl 56. I'm not going to do the Roman numeral thing because it it's all just letters to me. Uh, we'll feature a five-ship heritage flight over uh, the stadium in Anglewood, California. First public showing of five. Uh, they, do it, they rehearse this at ACC, the weekend at Davis-Mothlin, or the week, uh, where they get things together for the upcoming season, uh, but this is going to be the first time they've done it publicly. The teams are pretty hyped about doing it. Sunday, February 13, not sure who's going to fly the Mustang, but it's out of Chino, so we can assume it's one of the Hinton brothers, and they're probably fighting it out as we speak right now. <laughs> uh, so the uh, And the United States Air Force Facebook page, that's the Air Force Facebook page, are planning to host a live. Pre-game stream with some special content. We'll probably see the team strapping in and getting ready to go and the takeoff and stuff. And then uh, maybe some on-board stuff. It, it, it'll be pretty cool because we all know that during the Super Bowl broadcast, it will last about a second and a half. Yeah, if they're lucky enough to catch it, uh, Jackie B. Uh, some sad news in prop wash this week. Jackie Warda uh, passed away this week uh, suddenly and uh, after a, a brief fight with cancer, lung cancer. Learned to fly in her 30s. Didn't start airshow show performing until she was 50. Her good friend and fellow airshow pilot, wing walker Ashley Shelton, said in a nice uh, AOPA piece that Jackie was an inspiration to all women. She exemplified what it means to live life to the fullest. She supported those who shared her passion for flying and committed herself to the success of those who looked up to her as a role model, mentor, and friend. Uh, She said her legacy will live on in the lives of those she touched, and that's for sure. Uh, Shelton also said that she had uh, talked to her just days before she passed away, was scheduled to fly to Jackie's home in McKinney, Texas, this weekend. But, of course, as she said, God had other plans. Patty Wagstaff, uh, Wagstaff added, that Jackie learned to fly late in life and was truly proud of that and of being an air show performer. She dedicated much of her time at air shows and sharing her experience with others, especially young women, to encourage them to follow their dreams uh, wherever it would take them, no matter what their age. And Matt, Rob, we've all worked with Jackie, and we all have stories, don't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, and, we and, sure do. And, you know, just I, I, some, I of remember-
0: the, some of the kids that – I'm sorry, Rob, but some of the things that, that have stuck out in this to me – People who I didn't even realize were involved in the air show business that I'm friends with on social media and whatnot, started posting pictures of Jackie at their kid's school. And I just thought, you know, they, they said, we just learned that, uh, that this happened. It really, really moving tributes. Sorry, Rob, go ahead ahead and jump in.
2: Yes, there were there were times and many times when she was en route from home to a show or going uh, show to show, whatever she'd stop for gas and and she would attract some attention and she would take extra time to uh, talk to youngsters, especially young girls uh, about flying and about what she did um, and has done. And she's going to she has left a mark on our industry because of all that she did. And especially just trying to inspire women.
1: Yeah. No, I, I first met her uh, at an ICAS convention, my first meeting with her many years ago, and then really got to know her over the years. But the first introduction, she was in the booth next to me at the convention. and uh, You have to tell this
0: it? whole story because this is this is just Jackie <laughs> to a T. I mean, she loved this, well, loved this kind Under, of playful Under stuff.
1: Under Armour was sponsoring her. She wore the Under Armour underwear, and she had a mannequin dressed in that underwear as part of her exhibit. <laughs> And she left it on my table while she set hers up. And I got there a little late. And as I approached my table, on my <laughs> table is a mannequin in, in, in <laughs> <an> underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember uh, looking at her and going, oh, treasure hunt. Welcome yeah. to Vegas. You know? <laughs> Poor and uh, if looks uh, can kill. Golly. And uh, she just said, give me that and, uh, and set it up. <laughs> But uh, and and that was the beginning of a just a wonderful uh, friendship too. The shows we worked at, uh, there was always it was always fun uh, to join her in the uh, the dinners after performances. Uh, so, you know, Friday, Saturday, or Sundays, and uh, everybody commented on her smile, and and the smile is what we'll remember. And of course, her legacy will live on, in all of the women she's inspired.
0: I always uh, got that impression that she flew only to she flew because she that was that was the price of admission to get out there and to meet these people and to tell her story and i just love that i yeah. loved that about her
1: go ahead what so else cop- is in the conferences continue. the uh, visual conference is this weekend. We're recording on a Friday. And, uh, and of course, they've got these other night sessions going on as well. CCAS is coming up February 9 to 11. Southwest Council, March 4 to 5. Look into those. The Northwest Conference will not be going this year. And last but not least in our prop wash, Mike Whiskus is going to officially announce his retirement here on the podcast, Matt.
0: That's right. Let's go to Mr. Whiskus, who's standing by. Mike,
4: how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've been waiting for you guys. My, I'm waiting for my tapioca pudding deal over here in a minute. And uh, yeah, I've just been waiting, you know, don't, don't away from that there. I'm at the retirement community here. Yeah. Are cool. you really, you're just,
0: you're, you're starting to just chew for no reason at all all day long. Is <laughs> oh that what you're <laughs> saying?
2: God. Yeah. You're just, are you guys doing? Good to hear your they're voice. Just feeding, they're just feeding you stuff, Mike, that you can gum to death. That's right. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Exactly.
4: Yeah. You, it's funny because when you look back 24 years at a lot of the photos and I look in the mirror now, it's like, Holy cow. <laughs> you know, we had that book that I, uh, uh, we, we had put together for the autographs and stuff like that. And, and, uh, yeah, I didn't have any gray hair back then. It was just crazy. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. I see. Uh, I see you getting out of the airplane and waving to people, uh, even last year. And you still have those stylish good looks. That uh, that attractive young man. That uh, you know, as a wedding singer at the age of fifteen, I was able to swoon just about any one of the other persuasion. And uh, you still got it, my friend. You yeah. still got it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you. You know, what a career. What a, what a great time it, it's been, and and it's such a privilege. I mean. I mean, I really need such a privilege to work with the people that I was able to work with, to be able to fly the shows I was able to fly at and then was invited to and traveling all over. My, my daughter was figuring out some things and looking back a little bit. And she said, dad, you, you performed between 2,800 and 3,000 times performances. And you know, a lot of two to three times a day I'd fly a show, depending on if there's a dead car and stuff, but, you know, you look think back, and there's just no way I did that many. I mean, it just it just seems like it got started yesterday, and and uh, but it's it's been oh god, it it's been so darn cool, and it's it's hitting me a little bit, but it's probably going to really wallop me in the face here on in March when normally I'm out practicing and getting up to speed for uh, the next season. But there's nothing on the schedule, and uh, I, I've pulled the pin, so it's 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 quite a <laughs> quite a different direction um, here. So
1: And the and Mike, the airplane is for sale and it's an amazing airplane, that little sticker. And uh is there any update on that situation at this point?
4: Well, you know, you know, the airplane's for sale and all the all the parts and the spare engine and all the stuff like that. You know, we'll see how that goes. My my idea, my plan, you know, I do have a skill to be able to, to do some of this stuff and in the Minneapolis area, there is not a uh, aerobatic school or, or unusual attitude training school, and so I'm I am looking for an extra 300L right now, just a straight 300, nothing real fancy, but will do the job. And I want to work with some corporations, I want to work with some schools here, and uh, and people who want to get into this. And I am going to remain uh, as an ace when it comes to being able to sign off um, SAC cards and uh, people to. Who, who want to enter into this industry and, and be able to sign off and, and get them their, their qualifications. So I do plan on staying in it. I do plan on, on trying to give back and contribute back to uh, this industry. I, I love this industry. I mean, there's not another, I don't care what anybody says. I've been to uh, NASCAR. I've been to India. I've been to... <laughs> all
2: of the sports games. have seen it all. There's nothing like an air show. It just truly is nothing like it. That's for sure. Hey, are you still going to, are, are you planning on getting the guitar out even more now?
4: Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I have, uh, continued to play. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, that's, that's not a deal for, um, getting back on the stage or anything like that when I was a kid, this is all, just the love of playing music and playing the acoustic guitar. I've got my Martins and I love what I do. So it's, it's kind of, it's fun.
2: I don't play as well as you do. So <laughs> well, I, I think you, you write well, you play well and you sing well. And uh, no matter how you choose to use that talent, it'll be great. And, uh, but I commend you that you're staying in as a, as a way to uh, use that sack, uh, your, uh, the, get people, uh, their SAC cards and be an ACE and aerobatic competency evaluator. Uh, and perhaps there might be some mentoring in that for you for some new performers.
4: I hope so. I've, I've, uh, already been working with a few people right now trying to give them some direction, both on, on, on sponsorships and basically, um, you know, just the performance side of it too, you know, and, and, everybody's different. Everybody's got a different aircraft. Everybody's got a different type of performance. So you've got to kind of, you know, I've got my, my way of doing things and, and uh, you've got to listen and, and follow along and main thing on this whole thing. And I, I don't mean to get (laughs) too deep in this, but it's staying alive at this game and making sure that you've got everything um, organized and all your ducks in a row. And, and you're ready to do that performance. I mean, that's, with what I did, I always like to do two, maybe three performances a day. So, um, <laughs> you know, with the uh, fueling and the smoke oil and and uh, the schedule and all the stuff that goes on, there's a lot of moving parts. We all know that. And uh, I just, uh, I just praise God that I'm still here and 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 doing what I'm doing, and He put me in that in that position of being able to do what I. I love to do, and that was the air short side. It was incredible. Golly, that was so cool.
1: So you're working on a book right now, too, and I know that in the past you've been working on a screenplay because uh, you you really do want to tell the story of what we do, not only what you've done in it and accomplished in it, but uh, it just, just for the entire industry's sake. It sounds like such a good idea, Mike. Well,
4: the screenplay, um, it's pretty much done although I've, I've got a bunch of changes I want to do on it. And, and you know, it, it, it sounds so cool. Screenplay. It's a screen. No, it's, you know, that it's just kind of behind the scenes, uh, Kevin kind of Airshow story and, uh, and what you see behind it and the people, I mean the people come on you can't make these stories up. We've got some, some <laughs> characters. It's just, it's just unbelievable. And, 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 and you keep, and that's the thing. It's like an ongoing story that I keep writing. I keep going. Oh yeah, I forgot about him.
2: I got to get that in there, you know, and 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 that story and stuff like that. But will um, the names be changed to protect the innocent absolutely. or guilty? Is that maybe? Yeah, your name is changed, Rob. Don't worry. <laughs> Nobody know what you did.
4: I'm not going to let anybody know. Um, But. but the, the book I'm writing right now is called the last 12 minutes. And, uh, and that's how long my performances are. It's a 12 minute performance, whether I'm over, over the water or racing a jet car or circling jumpers or, or, uh, my regular performance with uh, ribbon cuts. it's a 12 minute performance and it's based on the kind of the career that I've had and how I got started right through some experiences I had and right to the last, 12 minutes. And it's kind of a true line, you know, if you know much about movies or, or, uh, how you know, writing books, that true line, you want to be able to stay close to it. You can waver off the storyline, which I do, um, in this, but it, it goes from the very beginning to the end of the, of the career of the air show side of it. And, uh, to that last 12 minutes to where Rome, Georgia, there I was in, uh, And the fire trucks out there spraying water over the top of the airplane and, and my emotions going crazy. But yeah, it, uh, I've got the plan on that. I've got the, uh, the chapters uh, figured out and I'm just kind of muddling and and working through it every night instead of sitting there on TikTok or Instagram or watching, uh, Yellowstone or (laughs) I'm going, no, I'm going to write I'm gonna sit there. And I'm gonna go watch, write this stuff. So there'll be, um, be no wordle
1: for Mike. <laughs>
0: that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Mike. I, I have a question for you here. Yeah, uh, give us give us the rule uh, and, and the way you did it. I always thought uh, I always thought that you were professional in every aspect. You were a uh, you were an approachable guy. You had your blue jeans on and your Lucas Oil shirt, uh, but you were always approachable and you approached everything from just yourself, you were one of these guys that you're the same in person as you are on camera. It didn't matter. Talk to these new guys that are coming up right now and, and give them, give them that, uh, that gold nugget, that gold nugget of of advice on, on Mike Wiskus and and the way that that worked for you, because I, I see that in you. I see it in other performers that have, have reached the top in their own career. And that always seems to be the case. Uh, you're the same person no matter where you're at, uh, but you come at everything so professional. And you, to hear you talk about how thankful you are to stay alive in that in, in this industry, you were one of the guys, and I think Rick and and Rob would attest to this. You had a playfulness in your routine. Uh, it wasn't a scary. I, I was never scared watching you fly. There there are some out there. We all have them. Never scared watching you, but I I always watched you and I thought, oh gosh, now now what? Because you had this playful ability in you, but, but you never, you never showed if there was concern, if there was, that never came across. And I, and I tie that up into the professionalism basket because that's what I think of you uh, when I, or that's what I think when I think of you, I think it, it, it just, it just creeps over everything in your life. Uh, Give them some words of wisdom as we, as we wrap
4: things up here. Well, uh, you know, there's several different several different things you can comment on that. But number one, it is a business. You've got to run it like a business. Um, you got to think of it like a business and you've got people out there that are expecting a certain thing. That's basically to be entertained. Um, and I had, I had a beautiful, wonderful sponsor that I had for over 20 years, Lucas oil. I needed to make sure that they benefited from it. And I needed to make sure that I, I got home after every show. Um, but the business aspect of it, just like my, I have a small FBO and I have a, a business that I, um, build, uh, tools for, um, you know, for aircraft recovery. It's, it's not, it's not any different than any of that, you know, uh, life insurance. I don't know how many airshow pilots I talk to that don't even have an, a life insurance policy, but to get through to running it like a business going out there and then being an entertainer. Um, you know, you don't have to be, and I never was the best air show pilot in the world. Never, not even anywhere near it. There's hundreds of people, um, in front of me on that. But I did want to do things that nobody else did, you know, turning my performance into more of a three axis, um, not just left and right up and down, but, uh, involving everything that was there from the uh, river run in Stewart <laughs> that I always scared everybody when I went down behind the trees and <laughs> followed that little creep <laughs> you know and pop up and they lose sight of me to uh, um, the ribbon cuts inverted ribbon cuts to you know involving everything that was at that air that air show site um, if I'm over water look out boat I'm I'm coming after you and I mean how many pictures are there of me? Uh, below the deck. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you know, skimming along and and giving uh, um, the water patrol or or the the guard a, a little close view of the Lucas Oil pits, but um, it is entertainment. But um, the other thing is, is I really wanted to be approachable. I noticed when I first started out, I was wearing, you know, the Nomax suit. I had the Lucas Oil. I was you chest, your chest out and you're feeling a little good about it. But I never felt comfortable in, in the flight suit. Um, I didn't want, I noticed that especially around the blues, the Thunderbirds, a lot of those, those folks too. Um, people were afraid to approach them. And I, and, and some of the other performers, no one would come up to, to a lot of us. And so, I said, forget that. And I started, uh, wearing my blue jeans and I started wearing just a shirt and, and waving and smiling and, and golly, people would walk up to me, um, before they'd walk up to anybody else. I, I just wanted to make sure that I could connect and be a part of, of the community too. And, and, and lastly, uh, with the, the air show itself, uh, the producers, um, I never wanted to leave a footprint. Um, I didn't want to leave a mess in the hangar after an oil change or, or, um, something that wasn't right at the hotel. I didn't want to be that guy that, um, although I did wreck a car once, (laughs) didn't mean to, but I, I ran into a fence once, but that was, uh, and I told the producer right away, but, um, I wanted to be that guy that, uh, you know, at the end of the show and they had their uh, um, post show, um, reports, everybody gets together and talks about what the issues were. I never wanted to be the issue. I never wanted to be uh well, that Mike Wiskus, he, you know, he did this, and this. No, no, no. It was like, how did Mike Wiskus do? Well, I don't know. You know, he was here. He did his performance. Uh, he left his room and left, uh, hangar and left uh, everything the way it came, the way, you know, as it was when he came. So, um, not, not leaving a footprint and doing my job because this is a business and I wanted to run it that way. So I guess that's kind of, kind of how I, I approached this whole air show industry and the whole air show air show program. And thank God for my, my sponsor Lucas oil. Um, it was a, a 20 year relationship that allowed me to do Cali, allowed me to, to travel all over the place and, and, for all of North America, Canada and the United States and, and, uh, do what I love to do. So, um,
2: I, I can never thank them enough. We are indeed pleased for you, Michael. And, uh, thanks very much for bringing us, uh, such good entertainment over the years and, uh, and we look forward to uh, still seeing you around, maybe on the periphery of the air show, uh, air show lines and, and uh, in the pits uh, as you uh, help others uh, to get started and do things in, a, in the right kind of way. In the meantime, well, you and I are going to have to talk about, uh, about playing some guitar together or something, figure out how to use Jam Kazam and uh, play some together. I am
4: going to have to show up to some of these shows because no one else is going to buy you guys
1: Dairy Queen. I, mean, I started to say the right. ice cream is what I'm going to miss the most. You know, I'm going to lose a lot of weight this year. It's going to be great. And if I if I can say something too to you, Mike, uh, as, as my wife can attest to, something we've always had in common and is both our performances are 12 minutes in length. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying. Uh, there we yeah, go.
2: Yeah, and a little too
4: much information on
2: that. Yeah, one. sorry, that one. <laughs> You are a gentleman, my friend. You are indeed. Thanks, Mike yes. Whiskers.
4: Hey, I love you guys. Oh, we love you nice. too,
2: man. Love you back. We'll see you on the road
0: at some point, somewhere for ice cream. Be fun.
4: That's right.
0: Well, we've managed what we to uh, do about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We've managed to get through another episode, sort of. I
1: mean, yeah. Mike is. Uh, I'm now. I'm sad about that. I mean, I am too. it's just the realization. Mike actually, it was a tradition. If you worked the show with Mike, that he would get you in the uh, the rental van uh, that he would get, load you in, take you to a DQ, and treat you. And he would. It wasn't enough just to buy a cone for you, whatever. He would actually get behind the counter if they let him. And he he came out one time with one that I swear to God was <laughs> 16 inches high. <laughs> Here's one for you, Ricky P.
2: Yeah. He and George
0: it, Klein love their ice cream, don't
2: they? He I mean, just yeah. wanted to see you race the melt. That's right. That's right. And listen, it,
1: I have yet to have a Dairy Queen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we're gonna miss it, that's for sure. But I, I think I think Mike's still gonna be present.
1: That's the good thing. Oh, so, big time. And yeah. and involved, yes. Great stuff. What's and a great fun? airplane for sale. That is an amazing airplane. Yeah. You need it, Rick. Right
0: out there on the ice. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, good stuff, I and I, I want to thank uh, I want to thank Alan Armstrong for coming on, and uh, Mike Wiskus for spending some time with us and announcing his retirement officially, uh, right yes. here on Show Center. That's all the time we have, though, guys. We're out
2: of time. We'll do it again in two weeks. Sound pretty yep. good?
1: Yep, sounds good to me. Right. I will. By right.
2: that time, I will Probably. have been with the Blue Angels, so I'm headed out there on Monday.
1: Oh wow. All right, so off you go, and uh, by that time I won't be able to see out the second-story windows anymore. For this stuff.
2: <laughs> snowbound in All a right. world.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, uh, March, March twelfth, Black Flag. Yes, it's coming back here to Hampton. So put that on your calendar. Did any of yeah. you
1: see the uh, Nathan's post uh, from Florida? Oh yeah, look well, like. Uh, of luke, oh, of luke sitting across from him with the, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the look table. of scorn on right. his face and they said he was upset about something and i said i saw the size of the caesar in front of him the drink yeah and i see yeah. he's hammered <laughs>
0: oh well, we got to have luke on at some point yeah. Arr, yeah the gasparilla good fun stuff all right everybody so long for now be safe so long partners